It is Sunday, October 1st, 2017, and you, my friends, are listening to part two of episode 75 of Roll Up and Die. Banter. 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 I didn't get a banter out of that guy. You watch your ass. Welcome, everybody, to Roll Up and Die, your definitive RPG podcast. My name is Barker. And my name is Matt from A Fistful of Dice. And my name is Alex, a.k.a. Captain Gothnug. And initially, my plan was to segue right past the banter directly into part two of the Around the Town city districts episode god that took me a little bit to get through it (laughs) but i held it together i had post-production on my mind i was thinking if i just pause in these certain ways i know i can get the sentence out i can string this together (laughs) initially i was thinking no we don't need banter uh we're just going to jump right into it because it's part two uh but then i was like you know in between the last time we recorded and this time Something happened to Alex. I mean, I uh, I would think this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing that occurred uh, to you or your family. So I'm just going to hand you uh, the sleigh here to steer as you wish. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good, uh, a good way to put it. No, yeah. Mm. Um, so the other morning, I was asleep, and uh, it was pretty early. My wife went into work early, and I got a phone call, and, and it was still kind of dark out. And you never like getting calls when it's still dark out, you know, in no. the middle of the night. No one likes middle of the night, middle of the night calls. Either it's a drunk or something terrible has happened to a family member, <laughs> you know. So you, you never want that that call. So I get up and, you know, eyes are blue. I pick it up and, and it's my wife. And apparently, <laughs> or evidently, I should say, she hit a, a moose with our car. Or technically the moose hit her <sighs> because it, it kind of came in from the side. <laughs> and so... Yeah, so uh, she uh. was on her way to work, and uh, we have lots of moose up here in northern Maine, as 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 one might imagine. And this this young moose came uh, came out from the the just the the tree line at the side of the road, ran, hit our car, and basically proceeded to just kind of roll over the hood, ruining the hood and the windshield along the way. Oh fell, yeah, fell you look the at the pictures. Th- it is the, the windshield is just shattered. Everything. Oh yeah, I mean it's just. <clears throat> oh yeah. And it, it rolls off the other side and then kind of, you know, stumbles off into the woods where it proceeds to fall in between two trees, get jammed in there and die. Well, actually, no, it didn't die right away. I shouldn't say that. Oh, gosh. Um, mm. But, you know, my wife uh, had to drive the car, which it, it was it was sort of a, an amazing thing that yeah. it actually still drove. Because no as anyone will tell you who knows about moose crashes is the car rarely survives. Never mind right. the people. Because yes. people can't imagine a moose. It's It's... Their most of their bulk is is in the upper half, and yeah. and so they're really tall. So they're when you hit so them, tall, like eight nine feet tall. Oh like yeah, they're yeah. right. They're massive. So yeah, like I feel like people who have never seen a moose before always picture <laughs> moose being like deer sized or horse sized, no. and I'm like, no, you don't understand. They're like halfway between a horse and an elephant. It's they're like an owl bear. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, like, they're huge. so yeah. huge. They're terrifying. And 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 if you, when you if you hit the legs, like if she had plowed into it from the side, it just t- 
tilts and and slams right through the right through the front windshield. That's what happens with most uh, people. Yeah, and a lot a lot of people don't survive it. It's 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 a it's a terrible thing. Yeah, but this one, unfortunately, hit from the side, rolled over, and off into the woods. So she had to uh, drive the car, kind of you know, looking through the broken glass to mm-hmm. a, fr- a friend of a friend of ours who was fortunately not too far away. Called the police, and they ended up having to uh, shoot shoot the moose. I think they said three or four times to kill it. Jesus. It, it is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> who's, yeah. who's doing that job? That, that, I think that was, that was the police. But we, she also called a, a friend of ours who, who butchers, uh, um, you know, wild game. And yeah. so uh, he ended up volunteering to sort of butcher, butcher it for us. The police said, you know, hey, just, you know, take what you want, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> So it'll go to use, you know, and yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't get it, we he didn't get as much as we had hoped because you can't eat bruised meat. This is something right. I did. This is something I didn't yeah. know because it, it, it blood gets into the meat and you don't want it there. And, and it's 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 a uh, yeah. So we end up only ended up, we're gonna get like 30 pounds of of moose sausage of various types. Jeez. <laughs> but, wow, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really amazing that that the car is a you know, still run a you know we'll still run and be that my wife didn't die in the crash because yeah. that was exactly most, the th- yep absolutely mo- yeah most moose strikes will will i mean it'll, it'll kill someone in a tractor trailer oh <laughs> yeah know? right <laughs> you know if you're going fast enough it, it, it's not just like you, you don't just leave this little tiny red splash on the on the highway you leave exactly. wreckage i mean yes <laughs> you know these things explode when you hit them and yeah, yeah it, it, so it, it, it could it could it could have been far worse. So we're, uh, she was very very lucky in that respect. Yeah, and, geez, seriously. Absolutely. And 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 it, it's it's kind of good because if you live up here long enough, you're gonna hit a moose. I think eventually, just by sheer that's what, yeah, that's odds. What you said. <laughs> you just get so, it out of the like way now. Tornado exactly, alley, exactly. You know, it's you, done now. You've got we, the risk. We can we, we can wipe our hands. It's like okay, we're we're done with the moose thing. Good. <laughs> we have to worry about that again. It's like when you're playing D&D and you roll your first crit miss of the night and you go, okay, all right, I got that out of the way. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Maybe maybe I'll post a a picture of of the car on on the Roll Up and Die page just so uh, folks who here listen to this can go take a look. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. So uh, if you're ever in Maine or some similar territory, uh, watch out for moose. They'll kill you. Yeah, good to know. And they'll they'll run into your car is the thing. Like they will charge <laughs> you, you know, your it, vehicle. It, you know, it, it's funny because it, it it sounds like you're blaming the moose at that point. It's like bastard just ran into me, idiot. No, you know, like 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 we're not building roads through their world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and living <laughs> their where they've, where they've lived for you know thousands and thousands of years. How dare you try to cross the street, moose? <laughs> so, There's no yeah. neighborhood for you. We don't serve your kind here. Did you guys ever hear that uh, that that woman that called into the radio station to ask why they put the deer crossing signs so close to the school? And she's like, "It just seems dangerous to me to have deer crossing that near the school." And the ra- the people on the radio were like trying so hard to sort of like, "Okay, yeah, that 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 makes sense, definitely." Um, you've got oh a great my. point there. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. they put the deer crossing signs that close to the school. Like, and I'm just picturing like the deer, like, "Okay, this is the crossing. Let's go, kids. This Come on. All right, go. This is where we're supposed to cross." We, they've they've walked miles and miles up the street, <laughs> yeah. past residential suburbs, America, to yep. get to this crosswalk where they can cross the street. Yeah. These these, <laughs> these are 
very intelligent. These are PNW, <clears throat> dear. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> well, people don't realize how prevalent moose are up here. It's, it, my, when we first moved up here, and I, I was working downstate, and I actually had to call in late to work because it was a moose blocking my driveway, and it would not move. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember <laughs> that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy, man. So now that we've got some banter done, um, I guess we can't go banterless. It's no, just it's, not in our it's nature. Not possible. I can't. Nah, we gotta warm nah. up, man. We gotta yeah, warm up. We gotta. Yeah. We gotta warm up the 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 mugs. Mwah. How now, brown cow? <laughs> but today we actually do have a special sort of episode because uh, in part one we gave you lots of information about city districts, and we're probably gonna dive into some specific city districts in future episodes. But for now, our goal is kind of just to dive in a little bit more than mm. what we did last time. Where last time we kind of gave a lot of different types of city district examples and kind of a lot of, we, we, we jumped around from subject to subject. All we are going to do in this episode is make ideas you can steal. Now, Alex, you suggested we, we kind of make some classic ones yeah. and then maybe get a little weird. They don't have to be weird, but certainly may, maybe more unusual ones, ones that you might not find in every city, something, uh, you know, maybe more niche uh, for certain areas, you know, just more unusual. Yeah. We can certainly go weird if you want, but, you know, that's up to you. That's <laughs> up to you. I usually follow your lead in that department. <laughs> I can go weird. Hey, you know what? I said we could go without <clears throat> banter, and we couldn't, so maybe <laughs> we can't you're go without weird. we can go without weird, <laughs> and we're about to have fate slap us in the face again and say, no, nah, bro, look in the mirror. All right. All right. Let's, okay. let's, let's do it. All right, so I actually think um, uh, you should kick us off, Alex, with the with the rolling and the oh. deciding what we're going to create. Well, I, actually, I just want to recap one quick thing. No, in that, sure, in For, that, of course. Uh, since you know we are talking about city di- city districts, and uh, we touched on this a little bit in the previous one where we talked about how how cities sort of grow organically out of out of some sort of seed, whether it's a you know, a, a small fishing village or a mining camp or whatever. They, you yeah. know, cities tend to grow, or, you know, for some reason. They don't, you know, cities aren't usually just, you know, hey, let's put a city here and they build it, for, you know, in grids yeah, exactly. like they do today. But, <clears throat> you know, they always grow from something. So as we're, think, as we're sort of thinking of these districts, thinking about the age of them and which ones came first, which ones came next and so on, and, you know, how they would sort of grow, my, my thought on uh, this first bit is we'll start with maybe what the first districts might have been. Okay, so that that's that's kind of the gimmick on this one. What what were what were some of the first districts they would have built in the early sort of proto city? You know, as as it began to grow beyond being a town. So, all right, uh, Barker. Oh, um. So we're gonna start with what I think would be I don't know one of the first districts to pop up uh, in certain cities, which. In my mind, is the kind of tavern back alley in district mm. because some of these caravans, as they're traveling long distances, uh, kind of set up camp in the same location over and over again to the point where that begins to turn into a city or a town itself. And those lodgings for these people who are traveling these long distances for to, to stop during the night and stay in a place that's actually got four walls and a ceiling. Uh, and shelter and food and who knows, maybe ale and music. Uh, these things will pop up in these kind of halfway towns, towns halfway between 
you know, other more important, more resource-driven towns. Mm. Did I do it right? Uh, yeah, why not? There's no right or wrong here. There's no right or wrong answers. All right, let's start. I think let's. <laughs> hey, you know what? The best campaigns start in a tavern, so we'll start in a tavern district in yeah. this episode. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to say this: that this uh, this this city started out as a um, a foundry. You know, it was um, a, you know a place where they would bring ore to be processed into you know uh, purified into metals and so forth and. And, uh, so the foundry was, was sort of the center of this place. And, and so the, the taverns and inns were really important because they had migrant workers, they had people coming in. And, and of course, after people working in mines and, and doing foundry work, they want cold drinks and, and, you know, hearty times. So I'm going to yes. say that this, that this district is sort of, um, made, it's made of stone, uh, lots, lots of stonework. It's very rough and, and. Uh, course as far as the the construction of it it's not not pretty like dwarven construction or anything like that it's just nice heavy blocks and because that's what they had you know they use they use they use what they had and these these people work with this sort of thing and uh i'm gonna say that they were also uh kind of a, a little bit a little bit of distance from the foundry so they were probably like up on this little hill that looked down over the rest of what would what would eventually become the city so uh, in most towns, you'd have the keep sort of at the high point. In this case, it was this this little collection of, of taverns and inns that eventually kind of clumped together into a um, almost a little mountain of of stone structures of their own. So, oh, that's so cool. And uh, yeah, that's Matt. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm going to say that I think that uh, a really important sort of thing in a town is what kind of alcohol they serve. Because typically, mm. like... Uh, you know, fresh water is oftentimes not readily available, uh, even in a town or a city. And so most of the time people are drinking alcohol because, uh, you know, water, even if it's there, will sometimes not be safe to drink or whatever. So I imagine that this place in its taverns, um, they have this drink that is, uh, it's brewed in the same sort of like, uh, uh, area as the, uh, as the metal is, uh, purified and, and and heated up and stuff like that and so maybe they're uh they're boiling whatever it, whatever the alcohol is they're they're boiling it and they're making it and brewing it in the same sort of ovens the same sort of area and so maybe the the uh maybe the brew is called like like foundry foundry meat or foundry ale or uh it could even be like um what's the what's the word for like um when you're uh when you're smelting uh a metal What's mm-hmm. the little impurities that come out of it? What's that oh, stuff slag. called? Slag. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like the maybe the brew is called like slag. Oh, that's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah, that is so cool. And it's just like if you're not from the town, it's just undrinkable. Like it's just awful. But right. It's got, right, people, it's got this. This has this coppery metallic taste. Yeah, you know. and it has like little bits floating on the top of it, and they're just like, <laughs> "Don't worry, don't worry about what it is. A little metal never hurt anybody." But. uh <laughs> uh yeah i think if you're if you're from this town it's like that's what you grew up on man was, yeah was, yeah was that was as, slag as everyone as everyone in town dies at age 30 or yeah so. <laughs> yeah exactly from all the cheap back there's alley just, slag there's just, just right. a very there's a very high percentage of lead poisoning that's happening in this <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that'd be actually cool to get like this this black consumption that devours them yeah, yeah cool i like it <laughs> 
Um, here's a question. Do we, do we want to stick with this town or, or do we want to like, as we make districts, we want to make them for an entirely new sort of town or setting. And do we want to like, like kind of build this town district by district and just kind of like keep going outwards and outwards from it or both of them, both would be fun. So yeah, I, I it's kind of, kind of up to you guys. Sure. Did you yeah, like I, kinda, I, I kind of like the idea of having like a fleshed <clears throat> out like town at the end of this. I think that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <clears throat> we have... Um, the the slag, which is kind of this town's traditional kind of coppery mead, mm-hmm. and we also have that the town is in kind of in structured into a, a mountain. Yeah, well, it's 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 going to be nearest kind of a mountain. Um, the, you've got the foundry, which is sort of the base of the mountain, and then on one of the hills, sort of adjacent to it, is is this little cluster of inns and taverns that sort of grown up, and maybe that's surrounded by some little houses and such, but. This is kind of the first district. Yeah, I think uh, each round we should just make a new district. Like when each person yeah. creates one, and then the other two kind of build upon it. Yeah, yeah, cool. So uh, we'll start with a different person, maybe this time. Yeah, I can go. I'll, <laughs> I'll start yeah, yeah. this time. I'll. Uh, so we've got the tavern district. District. Well, they need they need a place to be able to uh, to process the <clears throat> the metal into something usable. So maybe there's a. Uh, like a blacksmith, uh, like a smithy mm. district where they where they make uh, tools and weapons and things like that. And I think that um, you know when the town was first created, uh, this was probably sort of an ad hoc thing to create more tools in order to get more minerals, in order to smelt mm. more you know metals and things like that. Um, but then uh, after t- you know through decades and potential centuries, it became a place where people would go to this town to buy uh, you know the metal and buy weapons and tools and things like that. So let me roll to see who's going to add on to that. That's a three. That'll be Barker. So because of the uh, heat that can be created on these mountains, because they're they're not normal mountains with, like, they're not compl- forested. I don't think you said they were forested, right, Alex? No, no, I didn't no. just Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> basically, they're, this, these are more like <clears throat> plateaus like in Moab, Utah. Mm. They get really hot and... The only way to uh, avoid the sun is to uh, go down, is to, the only way to get away from the sun is to begin to dig downward. Mm-hmm. And so this district is, I'm, I'm going to say that it's called, um, what's a good word for like the steam that comes up out of like a manhole, except... It's not steam. Obviously, this is really like just metalworking, uh, smithing, heat. Uh, like, what, what what would a good word be uh, for Alex? Some some like some like like vent or something like that, or venting or oh the the um, or you vent. call it like the vent the vent way or the vent yeah. vent way the venter or... venter district or yeah. Um, basically, it's. It's that it has a cool name like that, and it's pits that go downward, and you kind of go down these ladders and stairwells and whatnot to move through the different layers of this district. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Okay, Alex, what are you going to add on to the okay. Smithy District? So I'm 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 sort of envisioning this district as as being mostly subterranean. So you've got yeah these, these sort of little uh, these little kind of rectangular blocks on the ground, but with the with sort of doorways, but there are immediately stairs that lead down into them, and and uh, for windows, all they have are like these low little, like uh, 
re- low rectangular slits almost that let a little bit of light from the surface in. But like like you're saying, everything's below the ground, and the reason it's called the sort of the vent district is got it's got all these these uh, uh, chimneys that that come you know built out of stone that come out of the ground, and it's like a constant flow of 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 coal smoke that just pours out of these things. Yeah, and <clears throat> you can sort of hear this constant ringing all the time coming from coming from below as 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 you walk through this place on underneath in in these in these places uh in this sort of warren of of crafts uh crafts people there uh um they have a tunnel that connects up with the foundry from under there so they can get the goods to there directly without having to worry about bringing it overland so they i'm going to say they probably have like a tunnel with like uh kind of like mine carts that they can just yeah. Uh, you know, move the stuff directly from the foundry in into this district where they can, um, uh, you know, where they can where they can use the material and and um, you know forge it into perhaps you know more usable ingots or or usable material for you know things for the you know the the city at first at least until like you said they became more um, more well known in other regions. I so, love it. Yeah, so it's it's it actually has direct connection to the foundry. Um, cool. and I'm going to, I'm also going to say this, there's, there's a, there's, let's say there's an underwater river that goes, that goes through here. And, and, and that's, and that's what they use for a lot of their quenching. The water just sort of, you know, mm. is, is, is channeled through these channels into the, into each, you know, into each, uh, into each forge center where they have the, the, a little pool with a waterfall and that's where they, they, nice. they quench their, uh, their metal. I cool. love that, and that's that's that. part yeah. of why they're underground. Is so the water has downward momentum and downward yeah. flow because yeah. it flows downward through. It's like aqueducted off of the river into like downward into these waterfalls that spiral right. around and ca- cool make all these cool patterns of water uh, and quench all the blades and stuff. Oh, that's so cool! Oh, and you know what? Um, they might even have some of the water pouring over wheels that run like yes. power hammers. There's these, you know. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and there's a constant ring of these massive, you know, blocks of metal just slamming down, and, and they need to put the metal in there to get it. Can, I'm going to throw out a couple more things. Yeah. I think that we've definitely uh, found a place where we can say this town is built around kind of a minecart infrastructure, and yeah. there's a river, and a lot of it is underground because of the heat. Is yeah. that a cool uh, outline to to build our town on? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, sweet, definitely. The second, th- what was the second thing? I, I had a really important second thing. Um, I have something I want to add to that really quick. Fine. If I could. <laughs> Kidding, go uh, ahead. And I was thinking, so when you were mentioning the, the chimneys going up out of the out of this district, Alex, mm-hmm. and kind yeah. of like venting the, the smoke and the coal dust and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I instantly started thinking about what sort of pests would be uh, around oh, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's these things, and I think they're like, they're little like goblins or like gremlins, and they like create nests in the pipes and they're called like smokelings or coalings or something like that. Oh, nice. And uh, if you're like, if your forge is kind of backing up and you're getting a lot of smoke in your, in your, uh, in your forge, you have to call like these special cleaners that come in and they like go up into the pipes and have to like flush these creatures out. And like uh, they come up out of the top of the pipes and there's people with like bags or something waiting at the top <laughs> to try and catch these things. So oh, they're like little, they're like little like fantasy nuisances. Yeah. Hey, you know, you can't call them a stogie. Oh, a st- I love that. Stogie. stogie. Name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's how's so how's cool. the smithy doing? Oh, it's doing all right. I got stogies last week, though. I had to call in the cleaners. I had to shut down a day and a half. 
that's cool. Um, uh, oh, so I remember Barker, the thing. I, oh, go oh. for it. The thing was that let's pretend that they found some sort of metal here. Ooh, yeah, let's, good, because yeah. that way we can you know build off of that, <clears throat> and there's more of a reason for this place to exist than oh, there's taverns here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So I actually think it's Alex's turn to create a district because, Barker, you did the tavern mm-hmm. district. I did the smithy district. So now Alex has to make something. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. I guess that the next district would probably be... Um, the I'm, butt I'm district. S- What's that? The butt district. The butt district. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of districts, so we had to do something. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say that there that that the next one would be kind of a um, something to do with the dead, because this is a brutal, Ooh. brutal town, mm. and and there's a lot of deaths. <laughs> I mean, let's face it; they get paid really well because mm-hmm. the 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 unique ore that comes out of these, which we'll d- define at a later time, is is so valuable that people are willing to come here and get and get paid insane amounts of gold to work here, but. It's it's it takes its toll. You you know, not everyone yes. survives. In fact, a lot of a lot of people don't. Um, it's 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 such it's such a brutal <laughs> way of living. So I'm gonna say the next district is kind of this um, uh, necropolis of 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 graves. And again, that because because the ground is, is 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 there's a lot of hard stone in the ground. It's all built on top in this case, like ma- little mausoleums. And it, it's in a way, it's kind of like. They thought it would be an insult to bury them in the ground because that's where they died. You know, it's mm. almost like mm. you know putting them in the ground would be like adding insult to injury. Right. So, mm-hmm. so they decided they were going to bury them above ground in, in these in these maus- in these sort of mausoleums they built. So you have this whole and, and 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 at this point in the city's development, it's almost bigger than the rest of the city. This 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 on this hillside of just this these stair steps of of mausoleums that climb up. Um, you know, to the top of a hill, and then you know you have some larger ones at the top, kind of thing. I love that. That's a really cool yep. thing. Uh, in my mind, these are stacked on top of each other mm. because each family gets its own space. You know, mm-hmm. and so these are built in a way. Maybe I don't know. It's totally up. Actually, you know, I was going to say it's up to Gothnog. It might be up to Matt if they're like sarcophagi, or if they're these rooms with you know, the graves inside of them uh, that are built on top of each other. But but somehow they are stacked, you know, the, I don't know, I guess the most ancient are on bottom and there are, mm. anyway, I don't know. I, lo- I love the idea of them being built upwards. I'll, I'll yeah. just, that's my own thing. Yeah, definitely. No, I love that. I'm like trying I, to I, think I, Wait, of... hold on really quick. Alex, that was basically Alex's, but I mean like spires upwards, like big mm. towers yeah. of these sort of graves. Is that what you meant, Alex? Uh, well, just as long as they're above ground. I mean, I, I kind of sound like staggering up a hill, and 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 some might be taller. But yeah, you, we could we you could easily do like almost like little towers. Oh no! Nah. And, yeah. and 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 you could maybe you could tell the the prominence of a family by the size of their tower. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like how long they've been in the town and stuff would yeah. be would be dictated or uh, uh, it would be uh, shown by how tall the thing was because they'd have more sort of family in the town. Or right. Whatever, right. So yeah, I like that. That's cool. 
It's funny because people approaching from a distance would see all these towers. Like, is that the city? No, that's the graveyard. Nope, that's the graveyard. Yep, <laughs> yep. the city's underground. <laughs> the graveyard is, is up here. <laughs> this town like, is like, metal like as fuck. <laughs> it is, right. man. It Literally, is. yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I'm gonna say I have I have something mm. to add to it. Here's a cool idea. Nice. So the, I think and that, 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 um, that is now the name of the town, by the way. Metal as fuck. Metal as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> metal as. Uh, so I think the the head of each household has a key that they carry with them uh and the keys are uh usually very old uh and these are the keys that open up the mausoleums and so uh, the mausoleums themselves are locked you can't just go walking into them but the head of each household uh in this city carries with them usually on their neck uh on a string these big probably like i would imagine them being very elaborate keys like you get your key like designed by the smithies and uh they usually have like emblems on them or different like figures and things like that and these big elaborate keys are what they use to open up the mausoleums hanging off all the sides kind of yeah just like crazy looking ornate very cool looking keys different made out of different metal and things like that so a a lesser lesser family might have like a very simple like copper key whereas like a very like well-off family might have a key made out of this like mythical metal that we haven't talked about yet you know something like that i think would be really cool i like that a lot i think that's that's, yep i think that that put the finishing touch on it and uh, on the town of effing metal effing effing metal (laughs) (laughs) yes uh i how is that spelled barker uh e-f-f-i-n and then i uh m-e-t-t-l-e i like it it could, awesome. those t's could be metal. d's it's up to you nah, i love f and metal yeah i love f it. and metal all right so <laughs> f and we, metal dude that's f and metal uh i i also like the idea that if these people who can't afford there's another necropolis on the other side of the mountain for the people who can't afford much in terms of towers there are it's a, a bunch of natural caves into mm-hmm. the rock formation where these kind of just maybe perhaps impoverished but more than likely you know just you know the the people who who can't afford or weren't known maybe people didn't know their names just kind of like the back alley deaths go in this hillside uh cliff dwelling sort of mausoleum yeah sort of yeah but a bunch of different rooms maybe some bigger than others but nothing is organized whatsoever everybody is just put in where they go, where the next lot is. F and metals, F and metal. Cool. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so we're, we're back oh, around God. the horn now. So now I think it's, do we want to keep making districts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, each, totally. Each we have make, to flesh each out Each make F and one metal. more. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, fi- I figured that's what we have time for. Um, yeah. So we've got the tavern district. We've got the smitty district, which is kind of this, this vent district. Uh, and we have the... Uh, necropolis which is the, the yes. spires and on the other side of the mountain is this just kind of unknown mass grave of people um the next place uh would be a market these people need some sort of place to go to sell their things not necessarily forge them make them but there's got to be some sort of trading post uh and uh, it would be cool if it were kind of a hub for the mine carts that I think yes. that would be kind of a cool thing. You know, yeah. maybe that's, maybe that's the tavern district or whatever, but whatever you guys decide, but that's what I, I think that there's this market district. That's the hub of all these mine cart tracks. Can cool. I, 
can I just, I just had a really cool idea and I just want to throw it in there. Yeah, can, yeah. I, can I just go oh, yeah. for it? So, Do it. Barker, when you said that it is the hub of the minecarts, what if the market, it's subterranean, but it's a gigantic wheel that is moved by the river that is flowing through, and it's basically used as a way to uh, divert the tracks and move the carts around? So it's like a central hub for these carts and it's sort of been built up into this market. So when you step into the market, it's like slowly rotating, almost like the space needle. When you go into the space needle and eat in the restaurant, how it's spinning around, like it's just slowly, so slow that you almost don't notice it. But it's like if you if you look, you're in a different location because the market is literally revolving. Dude, I love the nice. idea of it being like it, it would. It would feel kind of so, like some sort of weird foundry slash river, San Antonio River Walk sort of thing, where there's like yeah. one yard of sidewalk and then the yeah. river. It's yeah. one, you know, just a couple feet to walk on, and then a rail, uh, uh, a track on your yeah. left, and carts are zipping by it, stopping. The tracks are moving, like st- uh, just a ton of things going on, and water, the water of the river to mix. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I was thinking, I was thinking it'd be kind of cool to have some sort of, uh, some sort of like, uh, a cage over the top. In other words, so it's it has this kind of you know central opening over it, maybe to let some light in, and so mm. but and and over that is kind of this 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 uh, this domed cage that uh, uh, is is you know all all this 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 you know iron you know ironwork that you know woven into it like a basket, but it's but it's over over the top of this. And, uh, and, and so when, when you're, when you're on this wheel inside the thing and you look up and you see this, you know, uh, just the, this, this, this overarching cage hanging over it, that, that, that remains stationary as you're sort of turning beneath it. So you have this, 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 this thing turning on top mm. and <clears throat> now does, does this, does this thing turn like at a, at a regular rate or does it change or I think it might, it might change based on what it needs to be doing, but, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Well, I, th- I think, I, th- I think it'd be kind of cool if it was like, uh, also some kind of, maybe, maybe some kind of timepiece, you know, in other words, oh, it, yeah. it, 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 yes. uh, um, maybe th- what if there are a bunch of different discs and rotating pieces and it's almost kind of like a Hogwarts staircase in, mm. in how it looks in its m- level of madness. Oh yeah. Maybe. I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, the rails cool. kind of uh, almost like stopping at a red light, but instead of stopping at a red light in your car, your track shifts to the left and bam, you slam into the bumper <laughs> and you wait and then it drops you 10 feet and you slide down and like, it's like a roller coaster taking you to the next place. Well, you you can have all the shops like around this this circle, and so oh, it, yeah. as 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 it as it turns, you know, um, you know, you could be walking towards one shop, and you kind of have to walk at a weird angle to to reach it because this whole thing is turning as it's yeah. as, as as you're going. Yes, it, it, it's it's kind of cool because it, it can make uh, you know things like chases really interesting. <laughs> you know, if if you're doing yeah. a chase yeah. through this thing, the whole the whole thing is just turning, and you could even have like concentric. Uh, concentric wheels of it turning at different at different rates, kind of like this. These uh, cogs just you know, yeah, uh, turning as it goes. Oh, I love it. That would be cool. That would be so I like cool. That. I like that a lot. I'm it. I I love it, guys. I love it. I'm, I'm down. So how would I? I have to ask this question. Yeah. If I'm riding in a minecart, what if I want to get off and go to the shop? Is it kind of like public transportation fused with uh, the market district where? I kind of get off when the ride tells me to get off, and I walk whatever distance I need to walk to this whatever shop or tavern I want to go to. Hmm. 
my guess is they probably have different types of carts. Like they probably have the ones that carry ore, which are basically just the big, you know, metal boxes that they just, you know, move back and forth through there. Um, but maybe they have ones for personnel transport. So they have like, <clears throat> you know, kind of a longer one with, with like bench seats on it facing outward on either side. Mm, that's and, cool. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they use those for transporting people around, but they, it, it's mainly used for the workers. Yes. Uh, my, my thought is that this, that, uh, if anyone's coming to this town, they're not really coming for the ambiance. They're coming to, to go to this place to buy, you know, th- these, these exotic metal goods and they probably don't really go to much else in the town, you know? Yeah. There, there, there might be like one, one rail that goes up to the, the in the inn, um, yeah. district, but you know, n- no, no one's coming here on vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, you know? that's true. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like a, a hub for a lot of the citizens, but you can go next. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll go in a slightly different direction. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the, uh, uh, kind of a temple district, you know, where they, you know, especially with all the dead, you know, uh, you would, you would have, you know, there, there might be little shrines to begin with, but eventually there is, um, maybe a single temple that, 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 that develops in this place. And, um, you know, all these other little shrines that, that are, that form around it. And, and I'm thinking this one would probably be on the surface. Um, because mm-hmm. again, they, they, uh, this is a place that they want to sort of separate from their their work life in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. This so is, that's <clears throat> it's not so, a sort of godly place if it's underground. You know, the gods transcend these earthly discomforts. Right, right. So, um, and uh, I'm thinking it'd be kind of cool to have you know again this this sort of central spire that kind of mirrors some of these uh, some of these. Uh, structures in the necropolis so you've got this this long thin needle of of the, at the top of this um this temple that's uh, that's on the surface oh. and uh uh and again maybe maybe sticking with the the the, the sort of the, the ring of the um the market this 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 too has kind of a, a circular structure around it doesn't turn but you've got this uh, uh this high uh, this high wrought iron fence that kind of goes around the whole thing and 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 this is and this is where they all go, um, uh, to to for their for their worship, yep. and and maybe they all they maybe all worship you know the same the same deity. There's something, um, someone associated with, you know, uh, with metals and mining and and yeah. forging and that sort of thing. Um, what so if, yeah, what if it's like, what if the spire <clears throat> it itself. And the necropolis are connected. What if mm-hmm. this is a massive? And I think that might be what you're suggesting. Is that the case? Maybe, yeah. Because I was yeah, thinking, like, if it's idea. this huge spire and the, this necropolis of, um, um, what, what is it? What's the crypts uh, mm-hmm. are just almost create these alleyways <laughs> around it, ramps upward, uh, lead kind of further upward uh, up the spire at where these kind of grave sites are constructed but yeah. on the inside of the spire it's all hollow and the entire thing is made of this metal that they mine out of the ground mm-hmm. here and it's like imagine the most amazing chapel you can possibly imagine and then make it multiply at times 100 in terms of height and you can look mm-hmm. straight up into the spiraling metal spire uh 
where this, uh, where either, I don't know, maybe it's one temple or maybe there are more inner workings where people can go up towards the top. This is up to you, Matt, towards the top to go to the other temples or whatnot. But this entire structure is this beautiful metal structure. Yeah, that is yeah. awesome. And I, and I like the idea with if we have the, like the fence sort of going around the, then the entire necropolis. So this would actually be, it's actually more part, part, probably part of the necropolis then. But I, yeah, I, love that. I, I love that idea. It feels more like a necropolis now, yeah. right? Because it's yeah. it's a city. It, now it feels like a city of the dead. Right. Yeah. I'm going to say that I think that <clears throat> this is the one area in this city where the minecarts don't go. And so, like, mm-hmm. everywhere else in the city is, like, it's very loud. It's very boisterous. There's steam. There's smoke. There's minecarts hurtling past. There's a freaking market that's revolving on itself. But inside the temple, it's just echoey and you can hear like the rattle and the bustle outside of it but the temple itself is is very quiet inside almost like sort of reverently silent and i imagine there being like these guards these temple guards that are wielding weapons made from the same metal that the spire is built out of and they're just standing there watching guard making sure that no one disturbs the the peace here inside this big metal Mm -hmm. temple and all you hear are these droning reverberations of echoes of silent footsteps like just constantly and i imagine it would be it would almost be jarring like if you're stepping inside the temple from outside it's it's just like Oh wow! Like it's jarring the difference in volume mm-hmm. between outside and inside. Maybe the that's what the metal does. Maybe the metal has oh. something to do with sound. Oh be- yeah, and that's it absorbs and that's, it absorbs vibrations. It absorbs vibrations. It yeah, it's like oh. it's vibranium, dude. Basically, yeah. We just made Wakanda, the nation of Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> it, now that is an idea. That people can steal, right? It yeah. happened on Roll Up and Die, so it's yeah, yours exactly. to exactly. publish and write about and make money yeah. on, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. So. No. Yeah, definitely. I forgot there's this whole thing called the sound clip that I automatically put at the end of the episode, every episode that says <laughs> that the things that we talk about belong to the people who made them. <laughs> okay, just not the word Wakanda or Vibrating yeah. then. But well, yeah, exactly. everything else is fair game. So I think we have time for one more city district in FN Metal. Uh, Do you guys want to close out (laughs) this episode by making an idea that the the listeners can steal? Yeah, other than the entire episode, yeah. (laughs) Other than, yeah. That was the idea. One more idea they can steal. We'll we'll give you one more. All right, so... um, this isn't well. I guess it's a district, but I, I've been thinking about the like the town guard and. Um, Thank you. Oh, I forgot. It's yeah. it's always like I feel like town guards are always like it's always the same thing, and I think we talked about this last time. But it's always like some dude in like leather armor with a spear, and he like stops you at the gates, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. no outside is allowed in a guy," you know that sort of thing. <laughs> what if Four instead hobbits. of yeah, <laughs> what if instead of like a bunch of sort of like uh just kind of dumb dudes with armor and weapons like what if it's what if there's like a select few guards in this town like for the entire city what if there's like 12 guys and they're like completely feared and revered like they're outfitted with incredible weapons and armor from the foundry they're trained in combat they have incredible Mm. martial prowess to the point where like 
if you see one walking down the street, people part and let them pass. Yes. And if you commit a crime in this town, you know that they are going to find you. And there's nowhere you can go and nowhere you can run. Like, to me, that's almost more terrifying than having, like, two or three town guards on every street corner. But just the, like, where's the, like, law in this town? And people are like, oh, you don't know about the... I don't know the twelve shields of effing metal. Like the dozen, you know, piss, the, the, piss them off, dude. <laughs> the effing dozen. The effing dozen. <laughs> <laughs> but but really, like, imagine if something like that. Because my initial thought was, you know what? There would be no law. There would be no town guard. It would be like every person for themselves. But everyone has this mutual respect. But actually, you know what? Out of that sort of philosophy would come these like I don't know twelve people, twelve. In extremely abled men and women who kind of naturally floated to the top yeah. and kind of yeah. naturally inherited the the task of doing it, and everyone kind of gives them free drinks and yeah, they it's kind of, there are benefits for it, I would assume, but yeah. I like the idea that these people just kind of arrived at the task in some different way. I was going to say like, it'd be kind of cool if they were if they were all women. You know? That would be super cool. I'm super yeah. down with that. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I like the idea that there's always the same number of them. There's never any more or any fewer. Like yeah. when one when one dies or retires, they pass the mantle on to somebody else. But there's always that. There's always twelve of them. Right. There's never more than that or anything. Yes, more than that. I and, love and they, it. I, and they could even have some a name like the the Black Sisters or something like that. Or oh, you yep, know, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And what if they hmm. uh, they use coal to put markings on their face like they yeah. always have these really like their eyes are like peering out from just the this blackness because they they rub coal dust all over their their eyes and, and stuff on like their that. on their arms they have rank insignia where you take like from one through five fingers uh, on the coal and just just wipe it on the side of your arm yeah. or you know wipe it on <clears throat> your clothes or something so if you see like oh that person has four four fingers you know that's a higher that's a that's a pretty high rank unless you, you see a one or two. I don't know if that if you want to do something like that if you want to add a little more rank structure to the yeah. more outlawish so, sort of uh, creation that we're giving you here. Yeah, I really like I did it. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It depends how big the city is too. I mean, if you ha- you could have the twelve, and then they maybe they you know are sort of they 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 have lesser ones that they send out for minor things or something like that. But yeah, I like. If there's a idea. spire necropolis, this city's either <laughs> super, super old or super, super big or both. Yeah. Uh, we've got two questions here that are tied in likes. We've got one from Nathan P. and one from Matt S. Do you guys want to answer both of them? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the one from Nathan P. asks, how do you make a metropolitan city seem more plausible in a prima- primarily medieval setting? A good question. Oh, the the Romans were metropolitan. Mm-hmm. Oh, big time! Uh, yeah, the, you know this. They were talking cities that are just huge, and a lot of the thing, the the, the one thing I'll throw out there, something you can immediately take is that uh, something that people notice about these European cities is that the the back alleys and the roads are tiny. They are just yeah. so small, and and these come right out <clears throat> of the Middle Ages. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So describing uh, these kind of partitions as really, really small alleyways, these these streets, as you can't even fit a cart through them, you you know you actually have to walk through single file, and you pass another adventuring party or whatever, and you have to kind of shimmy past each other. Someone dumps poop out, like that's a metropolis, a city that never ends. 
uh, you know, you can narrate, oh, you travel for another two hours and, you know, walk through another two dozen buckets of poop before you get to the market district. It, it'll seem like a metropolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, keep in mind that there were no um, zoning regulations or safety issues. So yeah. they, they, they would just kind of build anywhere and, and, and with anything. So you, you'd have all sorts of if there was an alley and they could fill it with a building, they might, <laughs> you know, yep, so you ha- exactly. You, you, yep. you can have sm- these small little narrow uh, structures in be kind of jammed in between other buildings, that sort of thing. Uh, just, just, tr- you know, if, if you're trying to make it s- really try to get across how complex it is, you know, it's almost la- labyrinthine. Is it, that's the word? Yeah. Labyrinthine. Um, yes. Uh, because they, they do grow organically. You know, like, like we mentioned earlier. So, you yeah. know, Get, try to get that across. It's not they're not they're not going to be following this this perfect perfect grid. It's like, well, we just need to go down to Forty Eighth Street and take a right. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> it's like you, you go down to you go down to Old Hobbs Shop and you're gonna find an alley there and you're gonna turn in the alley, zigzag a couple times, left and right twice. You got, and then... you got to go through the sewers and then come <laughs> right. up in the blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, something uh, back to back to the Romans discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. you, a lot of describing a metropolis is in describing the journey to the metropolis. So, yeah. as you approach the city, what do you start smelling? What do you start seeing that sees different? Do you see? Uh, do you smell kind of uh, market? on the air or do you smell the sewage from the dump on this side of the city? Do you see dust on the horizon where the the settlement is? Uh, and it's just massive all over the entire horizon is mm-hmm. covered because the city is so big. Do you see these aqueducts that are collecting this water from a distant mountain that has an ice cap on it all the way to the city and it just disappears on the horizon, you know, this aqueduct it just, and you're just following it to the city itself. Maybe it's used as a roadway as well. You know, uh, that makes the city look huge to me and yeah. we're not even there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Another thing to just squeeze in there too, you know, with character develop uh character descriptions, NPCs and so forth is a, a general sense of apathy. I mean, people don't care about you usually if you're if you're yeah. in a place like that. They're not going to no one's going to make eye contact, no one's going to be saying, "Oh, how you doing?" you know. It's <laughs> great gonna, point. That's how, a great howdy. point. It's <laughs> trying to you get know. their Starbucks. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, not, you know, in, in a shop might be different, you know, but even there, it's not going to be nearly as, as maybe friendly as some other place might be. It's going to be uh, imp- impersonal, I guess is the word. Yeah, for sure. I think that goes a long way. Yep. Uh, so the other question we have comes from Matt S. And he asks, what are some of the must-have economic and political buildings, occupations, and institutions that you could structure the districts around for a large cosmopolitan city. There has to be a tax collecting or tax collector type of thing. There has to be some right. sort of magistrate that keeps the books because uh, especially in a big city, well, we're not talking about the metropolis anymore, but there's uh, a city when it starts to exist, it starts to kind of pay for itself. Yeah. Uh, th- and that's the most important thing about a city is how it pays for itself. Right, because you have to you have to build infrastructure. You have to build uh, uh, new um, new walls. New, yeah, organize defenses. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Pay artisans that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. The, the, there's going to be a huge infrastructure for that. So, like you said, tax collecting, and then and just public works. You know, there's going to be a whole 
there could be either several separate districts for those or one district specifically for that, you know, where you have your, 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 your masons, where you have your, um, you know, people whose entire job is to maintain the streets or to, yes. you know, remove waste or, yep. um, you know, remove the dead, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. In, in the alley, you know, bring out your dead. Bring out your uh, dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and that'll say something about a city too. You know, if you have, if you have a cart, you know, wheeling its way down, bring out your dead. Yeah, people if, are like if, dragging dead bodies out and throwing them in the cart. If yeah. the necropolis we were just talking about in our city in FN metal, if it smells like bodies, then you know it's like something's up. Like something's different oh, about yeah. this town. Yeah. yeah, someone's falling down on the job. <laughs> someone's falling. Well, or and, no, it, that would probably mean like everyone died recently. Yeah. So that's a that's something to keep in mind. You know, and and the sure. and the thing is too in FN metal, if if you had characters going there. You know, they go there once. Maybe it's their first time. They and and get 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 them to know some of the some of the people there, so that when they come back later and those people are dead from you know diseases yeah. born of this stuff. Like, hey, hey, was wasn't wasn't Tom the the innkeeper? Yeah, he he died three months ago. He's on <laughs> he's on he's on <laughs> circle se- circle seven. Yeah, you know, up the spire. <laughs> the oh my god, I love that idea. You got to give it a few sessions though. Get, oh yeah, get them, get them yeah. to like the NPC. Yeah. Then it's got to be right. natural causes too. Oh yeah, yeah. Really just, get it, nihilistic about it. It's just some. And the cool thing is, if it's something that everyone just dies of if they've been there long enough, it's gonna make them wonder. It's like, am I getting anything from just being here? You know, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone they'll, has they'll a cough. Start, <laughs> right. <laughs> they'll start wrapping 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 cloths around their face when they go to town. Uh, oh, you said wrapping. I was like, everyone's. That's like a weird symptom of this disease around the town is you just start rapping. It's just no holds, no hold, no holds barred. Is that the phrase? No yeah. holds barred. You just rap all you want. And then people have been dropping dead from yeah, that, it. That, that's too modern a reference for me. I'm afraid. Rap. <laughs> I'm old and stuff. Mm. He's like, I just discovered what a car was the other day. And right before <laughs> I crashed hor- it into a moose. Those horseless carriages are awfully startling. <laughs> And you're not ready for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in to Roll Up and Die, your definitive RPG podcast. My name is Barker. And my name is Matt from A Fistful of Dice. And my name is Alex, a.k.a. Captain Gothnog. Enjoy effing metal. Banter. Banter. Insert a cool metal riff here. What you've just listened to has been produced by Roll Up and Die and is copyright 2017. How official. The games, films, TV shows, and other stuff we talked about during this episode are the properties of their respective owners, so be sure to borrow nicely, okay? Any snippet, portion, clip, or other synonym for part of this show can absolutely be used in other media so long as credit is given to the Roll Up and Die podcast. You can find all three of the primary hosts on YouTube and other websites. Matt can be found at youtube.com slash a fistful of dice. Barker can be found at youtube.com slash be a better game master. And both of their work can be found at www.absolutetabletop.com. Captain Gothnog is also on YouTube at youtube.com slash Captain Gothnog. And his work can be found on DriveThruRPG under Critical Hit Publishing. Be sure to keep track of us on iTunes at rollupanddie.podbean.com or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash rollupanddie. 
Have a fantastic day, everybody. And as always, happy gaming.